Welcome to Viking 360, episode 117. Mike Rubin, joined by my friend Brian Johnson. Brian, staying warm out there? Trying to, Rube. Uh, it's been a it's been a rough winter, but uh, we're fighting through it. And we're in the uh, the heart of winter sports season. A lady Vikings off to a 12 and three record. Boy, they are off to a fantastic start, uh, coming off of a victory the other night. Uh, against Winfield, Rube, a sectional opponent for them, so a big win. Uh, I had a chance uh, over the course of the last week to catch up with two Lady Vikes. Uh, back on Saturday, the Lady Vikings knocked off Ravenswood at the Health Center. I had a chance to chat with Kiana Baldwin, who had a big-time game uh, in helping the Lady Vikes win that one. And then Wednesday, uh, a post-game chat with McKinnon Hall, who was just incredible defensively in that ball game against Winfield's best player, uh, Megan Taylor. So it was good to catch up with those girls. And you also talked with a former Lady Viking. I did. A former classmate of mine, uh, Melanie Hartley Mosser. She was a multi-sport athlete at Ripley High School. Um, she uh, probably most known for basketball. And now she has a daughter playing uh, for the Ravenswood Devilettes. So that was a pretty neat little uh, correlation. Okay, let's move on to Viking basketball. Off to a 6-3 and three record. Uh, coached by uh, Derek Mullins. They had a big win. Uh, they rolled Point Pleasant uh, in their last outing. They have some some key games coming up. They are supposed to play uh, Lincoln County on Friday evening, and then they have a big showdown with Winfield coming up on Monday. Boy, Rube, they just need some rhythm. This basketball team uh, playing one game per week, basically, since the season has started, and the schedule has really, really been tough on them. So a lot of practice time and not a lot of game time. Hopefully, Friday night's game will be played uh, down at Lincoln County, but a big week next week, as you said. We go to Winfield on Monday. Warren Local comes on Tuesday. Sissonville comes in on Thursday. And then the Vikes head down to Wayne on Saturday. And a player who figures in the mix during all of that is a sophomore sharpshooter by the name of Dylan Casto. And the kid can shoot. He can flat out stroke it from uh, distance, Ruben. And I think what we've also noticed is his mid-range game. And over the course of the last couple of games, uh, teams have been trying to run him off that three-point line. He's been knocking down that mid-range jumper. He's been getting to the basket. Really excited to see what this kid's going to be able to do over the next couple of years. And also, the Viking freshman team is having a successful season. They are now 7-4, and four, and they are scheduled to play in Parkersburg on Saturday against the Big Reds for the Mid-Ohio Valley Freshman Championship. I had an opportunity to speak with the assistant coach for the Viking freshman, Isaiah Reif. He coaches that team along with his brother and his father. I wonder if they have any uh, confrontations uh, after the game when they're breaking down film, Rube. Uh, anytime you have that much family working together, <laughs> it could get interesting. <laughs> and wrestling season is also uh, beginning to wind down. They uh, compete in the big WSAZ Invitational Tournament this weekend. There are teams coming here not only from West Virginia, but teams coming here from Virginia. There's a team here from New Jersey. It's a big event, and six Vikings are seated, including uh, Hunter Brown, the uh, Viking sophomore who I had a chance to have an interview with. The uh, Ripley Middle School team won the middle school division a year ago, and they will be back uh, competing for that championship once again. And I had an interesting interview with Viking senior Cole Neal. What a versatile young man. He's involved with the Viking robotics program. Uh, they're called RipBots. 
And uh, they're often winning again. Uh, that tradition just uh, appears to be continuing. And, Rube, don't forget uh, one of our great sponsors, uh, RipleyVikings.com. Get all your Viking apparel, T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, shorts. Uh, get them online at RipleyVikings.com. And don't forget that coupon code VIKING360 and get 15% off. In her finale game against Ravenswood, Lady Vikings senior Kiana Baldwin saved the best for last by scoring 17 points and grabbing 18 rebounds. Career day for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it, it was a really good game. And that, yeah, 17 rebounds, 18 points, that's the career high for me. I told Coach Kennedy that, and you, can you imagine what his response was? She should have had 30 and 25. 30 and 25? That's a lot. Yeah, if I made, made a couple more shots, yeah. Feel good to win that game, though, uh, knowing that Ravenswood had that game circled after you guys went over there a month and a half ago and beat them by 20 points. You knew they wanted to come here and win, and they played really well in the early going. They were very physical, and I thought you did a nice job of matching their physicality. Yeah, I, it was a really physical game, and, yeah, we did beat them really bad in early season, and the first the first half shots just weren't falling, and – they wanted it more than we did, but and I say in the second half, we pulled through and we matched their intensity and wanted it even more, and that's how we pulled out a win. This team has a lot of experience. You've got a lot of younger players that have played a lot of basketball together, but they really look to you when, when things get a little bit dicey. You're a senior, you're a leader, and it looks like, from my perspective out on the floor, that you enjoy that, and that's kind of a, a role that you relish. Yeah, I do like being a leader, and I – and I know they they pressure themselves really bad because I know they don't want to mess up. And I'm just like, guys, just calm down. Let the offense flow. Play defense how we know how to play it. And everything will all work out. Just, you just got to calm down. You can't pressure yourself. How much of rebounding, uh, you have a knack for knowing where that ball is going to come off. Uh, how much of that is just something that you have inside of you? And, and again, rebounding, Kiana, is a lot about effort. Uh, people that play like you that are constantly moving, constantly going after the ball uh, are really good rebounders. And you and your effort uh, and your ability to, to kind of know where that's coming off the rim has been really impressive this year. Yeah, if I know I can get it or I even have a chance to get it, I'm going to go get it. But if I know if a girl has inside position on me or the ball just goes completely opposite, I know don't try and jump over because they're, they're going to call an over a back uh, foul and if I can't get it, then I can't get it. It's not the end of the world. I need it. I just sprint back to the other end and live another day. Your guards did a great job today as well, getting the basketball to you down in the paint where you could score. Uh, and a lot of times, getting the ball in the paint is one thing, but getting it to you in a position where you can score, they did a fantastic job today. They did a really good job today doing that. And their ball movement, even around the arc and with like each other, we, we had really good ball movement today. So up next for the Lady Vikes, a uh, sectional opponent in Winfield. You're going to play them here on Wednesday evening. That's a big game for you guys. That's a huge game because, yeah, that is a sectional opponent. And we need to come out. We need to match their intensity and go even harder if we want to win that game because they are beatable. They're not unbeatable. But if we don't come out and match their intensity, then it will be a ball game. Can we expect 18 and 17 out of you in that ball game? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Kiana, thanks for your time. Best of luck Wednesday night. Thanks for having me. Lady Viking McKinnon Hall showed off her defensive skills in a win over sectional foe Winfield. 
Brian Johnson caught up with the Lady Viking Jr. in a post-game talk about her team's 12th victory of the season. Nice win over your sectional opponent, Winfield, here tonight. Got to feel good to get that victory. Oh, yeah, it was huge. We all came in, fired up, ready to play, and we just got the job done. You had a nice night on the offensive end, Mac, but I think what won the game for us tonight was your defense on Megan Taylor. You, you really defended her well. She ended up the night with more fouls than points. Uh, when I saw that stat, I thought, uh, had you told me that prior to the game, I, I could have pretty much uh, earmarked a victory for the Lady Vikes. Yeah, she was tough to guard, but I just had my head on a swivel and made sure to keep an eye on her every two seconds, and I just got the job done. You guys are 12-3, and three, off to a great start. Uh, you've had some, some scheduling issues, teams dropping off the schedule. Things are beefing up a little bit. you got almost a week off, but next week you go to GW and then you host PHS here. Uh, so it's going to be really good measuring stick uh, games for you next week. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a big step up, but it's really going to get us prepared for the, the sectional play and regionals when we get there, and it's just going to help us to be ready for whenever the big games come. What do you think this team needs to continue to improve upon to get where you want to be, and that is obviously the Civic Center um, come March? What do you think you guys need to improve most upon? Um, definitely our talking on defense. We never really know who we have whenever we switch and whenever we have to scramble, so we definitely have to talk way more, and that will help our defensive end. Congratulations on a great game tonight, and uh, get a little rest. Good luck next week. Thank you so much. He's a second-generation Viking basketball player. His father, David Casto, played for the Blue and White, and now Dylan Casto is a sophomore sharpshooter for the Vikings. All right, well, talking with Viking sophomore Dylan Casto, and he has a, a knack for shooting three-pointers. As a matter of fact, the Vikings have 28 uh, three-pointers as a team, and Dylan has 14 of those, and he is our guest on Viking 360. Dylan, thanks a lot, man. Yep, thank you. Well, um, I, I was going to ask you, uh, you wear number three as your game jersey number. Uh, was that uh, a coincidence or was that by design, Dylan? No, it was a coincidence. Uh, uh, the sophomores picked numbers after the juniors and seniors did. And uh, number three was left. It was my turn to pick, so I just thought that number looked good. So I decided to pick that one. <laughs> and Dylan, shooting three-pointers, um, I'm sure that takes a lot of practice uh, both during season and off-season. So tell me a little bit about the, the shooting routine uh, that you go through. Yeah, I mean, it's mainly staying after practice and getting extra shots up. Uh, we do shoot a lot in practice, too, and uh, on the weekends as well, shooting a lot, going to the gym, and shots up. And Dylan, uh, you're usually uh, typically coming off the bench and expected to uh, to produce some offense when you come into the game. Uh, explain your role on the, on the uh, Vikings this year and, and how you believe that you fit into that role. Um, I think I fit into it pretty good. Um, the ultimate goal is to get to the state tournament, so whatever the team and I have to do to get there is what I'm going to do and what we're going to do. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I play a quarter JV. That gets me warmed up as well as warm-ups do. And just come in the game, coach gives me the green light, and uh, ready to shoot. Okay, and that was 
uh, actually my next question, Dylan. Do you have the green light automatically anytime that you uh, you feel that you have the opportunity to uh, to shoot from behind the arc? Yeah, as long as it's a good shot, I do. Yeah. And you also played on a very good uh, team at uh, Ripley Middle School, winning the Mid-Valley Athletic Conference Championship. And, and you were known for shooting quite a bit of, of, uh, of uh, three-pointers on that level as well. What was your? Do you remember what your top game was uh, during your middle school career? I don't remember what exactly game it was, but I had 22 points. I don't remember the three pointers how many I had that game but it was 22 points and uh yeah we had a really good team that year Dylan um the the schedule this year has been rather uh it's been interrupted a lot by whether it be uh the weather or by uh COVID situations and uh hopefully we'll get a game in here against Lincoln County this weekend and then we have uh Winfield coming up but then uh next week um, it looks like the weather is getting better and the uh, schedule is going to be very hectic uh, next week. How does that affect you as a player? Do you not having a whole lot of time uh, to prepare, prepare for a specific opponent? Um, it's hard for all of us, but uh, we just got to come in and practice, and we practice good. We focus really good. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it is difficult, but we just got to be ready for it and stay focused on the next opponent. Very good. Dylan, keep shooting, and thank you for being with us. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. The Mid-Ohio Valley Championship is on the line Saturday for Ripley's freshman basketball team. The Vikings are facing Parkersburg High as we hear now from assistant coach Isaiah Reif. The Viking freshman basketball team was a family affair this season as uh, Vince Reif was the head coach and uh, two of his sons were the assistants and I'm talking with one of them, Isaiah. Uh, Isaiah, tell me what was it like? You're a former Viking basketball player. What was it like making the transition from being a player to being a coach? Ah, well, being a coach is always something I've wanted to do, and I always try to be a coach on the floor when I played, so doing, being able to coach on the floor and being allowed to do that by Coach Parsons and all my other coaches, it kind of helped me, and it's just now coaching freshman with my dad, it's just different, you gotta, you gotta think of the game a different way because you're not allowed to play it anymore. I can't be out there and go do the move I want them to do and get it done. I have to teach them how and show them how and make sure make sure they do it right and not get themselves in a situation where they can get in trouble. Isaiah, you guys had a pretty successful season, uh, picking up seven wins compared to uh, 
four losses. Tell me a little bit about the prospects for the players who are coming up through uh, the Viking basketball program. All, almost all of them, every single one of them, my, this freshman group surprised all me, me, Elijah, and Dad as soon as they came in the door the first day of tryouts because they have the craziest amount of energy and they love to run and get after it and scrap with anybody and everybody, which is super surprising for a freshman. And, but there's four or five of them that can come up and play really good for Ripley. And if they, they just got to keep, keep it together and stay as a team. They all have the energy and they all can get it done and scrap and like to play defense sometimes. So it's, hopefully it's going to be a good three years out of them coming up. Well, you've, your season is beginning to wind down. You have a couple of games left, including a big one on Saturday up at the Elite Center. You'll be playing Parkersburg for the Mid-Ohio Valley Championship. Tell me, how does that game shape up? We, we play Parkersburg our second game of the season, and it was probably our, one of our best games of the season. We came out and took it to them really early and played our defense right, pressed right, and got our shots up. So hopefully Saturday, we have a good practice tomorrow, Friday, and then uh, we come Saturday ready to play. It's an early game, it's at 11 o'clock, so maybe that will help a little bit. And we come in, do what we're supposed to do, shoot our shots, make them, make our free throws, and just get ready to win. Isaiah, thank you uh, for being on the podcast, and good luck on Saturday. Thank you. Ripley has six wrestlers who are among the top seeds in the huge WSAZ Invitational this weekend. The list includes seniors Brock Matson, Brett Haskins, and Eli Kuntz, freshman Ethan Kay, and Cooper Durst, along with our next guest, sophomore Hunter Brown. Well, the Viking wrestling team will be competing this weekend at the WSAZ Invitational uh, down in Huntington. It is a very competitive tournament, and one of the Vikings who is seated for that event is sophomore uh, Hunter Brown. Hunter, thanks for being with us, man. All right, thanks for having me. Well, uh, according to uh, this week's rankings in West Virginia, Matt, you are uh, ranked number seven in the state at 152 pounds. And just to show everyone how challenging that tournament is down at, uh, at Huntington, you are the eighth seed in the WSAZ Invitational. So uh, what do you think about the competition you are going to be facing down in Huntington? Uh, the competition down there is really tough. It is every year. And uh, there's a bunch of good quality guys there, some out of state even. And uh, I have multiple state champs in weight classes, and it's, it'll be a real tough tournament. Yeah, you have a good point there, Hunter, in that uh, multiple state champions, including um, a young man from Point Pleasant, uh, Derek Rake, who I believe is a three-time uh, state champion, and he is the number one seed at that 152 uh, weight class. Have you had the opportunity to go up against uh, Rake um, either last year or this year? Uh, no, I haven't in the past couple of years. I wrestled him one time in middle school. And you'll be facing him in an upcoming home match uh, at Ripley uh, as well. Uh, 
But uh, Hunter, uh, I've noticed that you seem to have a, a knack uh, for progressing as the season progresses. You're, you seem to win more and more matches as, as, this, as the schedule uh, gets deeper into the season. Uh, why, why does that happen? Uh, do you have an explanation for that? Uh, I don't really know why I start off so slow in the season okay. sometimes, but why uh, going on through the season, I don't know. I just put, I put more work in and uh, try to get myself better, work with my coaches, and my teammates really help me out to get to the point I need to be at. Very good. And and from a team standpoint, uh, it, you think uh, it, 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 it's good for the team to face uh, difficult uh, competition like you're going to see at the WSAZ event? Yeah, I think it's very important to see the better competition because overall our goal is to get ready for states and we want to be able to walk out there and wrestle those guys and not, you know, have to worry about who we're going up against and we don't want to, you know, really wrestle the bad teams out there that won't get us prepared for the state tournament. That's a very good point, Hunter, and you're certainly uh, going to face good competition down there. If you can place in that tournament, you st certainly stand a very good chance at placing in the state tournament. So we wish you the best of luck down there, and thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Ripley High has an impressive reputation when it comes to robotics competitions. The team is coming off of a victory in 2016 event in Marion County. Senior student athlete Cole Neal says the current team members want to continue that winning tradition. Well, Ripley High School senior Cole Neal is certainly not afraid to try uh, new things. He was the mascot for the uh, Viking football games this year, and uh, in addition to uh, running on the cross-country team, and uh, now he is trying his hand at the competition of robotics, and the team is off to a very good start. Cole, uh, thank you very much for being with us on the podcast this week. Uh, it's not a problem. Happy to be here. Cole, tell me why you decided to get involved uh, with robotics. Well, I just thought it'd be something interesting to try senior year, and they really had a good reputation, and I kind of want to be a part of that. Yeah, Ripley High School has a good tradition in robotics. I believe they have won several uh, state championships. So there, uh, you feel any pressure there to continue that tradition? Oh, I feel a lot of pressure to continue that. Well, uh, your, your season began uh, down in Huntington a couple of weeks ago, and things were off to a great start until something kind of crazy happened, and, uh, and the mechanics didn't exactly uh, uh, bid you very well. Yeah, we figured out these like circular plastic pieces that you use to keep the axles from shaking too much are really important, because our steel axles ended up eating through the aluminum frame, and our gearbox, which our entire drive worked off of, ended up locking up and we weren't able to drive. Yeah, it was kind of a big deal, you know, in the finals. So you had won several matches and then, uh, then basically it was uh, impossible to continue at that point, but uh, you were able to turn that around and you had another tournament up in uh, Marion County, West Virginia, and did very well up there. Yes, we fixed the issue and we just went right on. Cole, you have uh, three teammates on the robotics squad. Uh, tell me uh, who they are, and tell me the responsibilities of each of those uh, team members. Okay, so it's me, David Kelly, Caleb Lawrence. We all make up the engineers. David Kelly does a lot of like the bigger stuff. He, does, he was there last year. He's the only member who's returning. And our coder and driver, 
is Evan Anderson. And he's done all the code, and he drives. So what does it take, uh, Cole, what does it take to be successful in a robotics competition? Because you're going up against uh, sometimes 20 or more other teams from different schools all across the, the state. I guess in order to be successful in a competition, you need to have a good driver. You can really adjust whenever things go wrong in the match because things will go wrong. And you need to have a team of engineers behind you that are able to come up with quick solutions that can fix the robot if things go wrong. So you can keep on going. That's great. So you have uh, different uh, competitions coming up, including another one uh, pretty soon coming up uh, at Ripley High. I think you get to finish a competition that uh, where the second day was snowed out uh, earlier in the winter. So we wish you uh, good luck in that event and, of course, the upcoming uh, state event. And Cole, you have plans. You you were busy in the fall with cross country and everything, and and I hear you're going to be busy again from an athletic standpoint uh, with a couple of sports. Yeah, I'm going to be pretty busy. You're going to be uh, participating in both track and on the Viking tennis team. Yep. That's neat. Cole, thank you so much for all you do at Ripley High, and uh, and good luck with that. Well, thank you for interviewing me. This 1993 graduate of Ripley High was a multi-sport athlete and a stand-up basketball player for the Lady Vikes. Melody Hartley Mosser had this conversation with Brian Johnson. All right, welcome back inside Viking 360. Joined now by a former classmate of mine, a 19, should I cough when I say this, a 1993 graduate, Melanie Mosser. Uh, our classmates will remember you as Melanie Hartley, but Melanie, thanks for being with me. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So let's talk Lady Viking Hoops. It's been a couple of years since uh, you've uh, put on the Viking uniform and played uh, there in the health center. But uh, when you look back at it now, Melanie, uh, I know you have some fond memories and, and a lot of friends were made uh, playing basketball at Ripley High. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those were my glory days. You know, met some of my best friends there with that program. Um, had some really good coaches as well. And um, some things, you know, whenever you're playing sports and stuff, you don't only realize the skills of the games and learn how to get better there. You take what you learn there, you take it off the court as well and, um, you know, put that into your everyday life. So, yeah, learned a great deal with the Viking program. Tell me about uh, maybe some maybe the moment that stands out most to you uh, when you think back, uh, maybe the best moment, maybe a, a big night you had scoring-wise or just a big win, maybe something that stands out to you from – uh, just a few years ago, Mel, back in the 90s. <laughs> you know what, Brian, all those all those days were big, big memories for me. Like I said, you know, the friendships that I gathered there, you know, you had Cassie Skeens and Lindy Durst. Uh, Rita Count, still one of my best friends to this day. Strovy, you know, as a point guard. Um, matter of fact, last weekend, whenever our girls matched up Ripley and Ravenswood, I ran into Stacey Cranfield. Um, and, you know, it's just like whenever you run into these girls that, it's like you never missed a beat you know Deanna she's a, a Ravenswood girl now as well Deanna Wolf um, you know we just all came together we had each other's backs throughout school and on the court as well um, I tended to get in a little bit of foul trouble a lot um, you know that was kind of my 
my style of the game, you know, I tried to hustle and get the steals and get the uh, the basket down in, or the ball down into Anita's hands so she could uh, put some scores on the board, either her or Lindy. So, yeah, it was exciting times. And, again, just some really, really lifelong friendships established. You know, being a part of that class with you and us graduating together, I do remember how close you guys were as a team. Obviously, I wasn't with you guys every day and, and practice and all that, but really from an outsider's perspective and coming to the games and being in class with you guys, I do really remember you guys having a great relationship as a whole as a team. Absolutely. Yeah, there was no, uh, you know, during practices and stuff, you were up against each other and put the competitiveness there just in practices. But when we stepped on the court as a team, we were a team. And, you know, even walking down the hallways there at Ripley High School, we were all we were a team. And that's just how it was in season, out of season. You know, uh, several of us played different sports. You know, we had softball girls, volleyball girls. We ran, I ran track myself. Um, you know, we were a team throughout the year. All four years of my high school, I considered all those girls part of my team. And you guys knew your role. I mean, you talk about uh, you being kind of the enforcer, getting in foul trouble. You talk about Kathy, you know, handling the basketball. You talk about Anita and her, you know, how good she was. Uh, but everyone knew what was expected of them, and I, I think that's what made you guys successful. Absolutely. That's what makes a good team. You know, you don't want to be competing against each other. You know, at the end of the day, you do have your own role. It's not just about who's, who put the buckets on the board. That's not, you know, that's the statistics and the books that looks great. Um, but, you know, you've got some uh, movers and shakers that doesn't, you know, always uh, flow over into something that you can put into writing. It's you need to be there to see it, the energy that's created on the court, uh, the dynamic that uh, a team can have whenever you take away that jealousy factor. And that does that that deters some teams. And for sure, throughout my Viking career, I didn't face any of that. Well, let's fast forward to, to now, Melanie, uh, setting in, in the health center, a place you spent a lot of time, as we talked about here, uh, as a lady Viking basketball player, watching your daughter play. Uh, you were wearing red and black, which I still haven't completely gotten over, but you know, it, it, it's all good. <laughs> Um, but talk about that. I mean, uh, you're a Ripley girl. You got a daughter uh, that's a Ravenswood girl. Uh, how how was it for you to sit in there and watch her play? And, and she, she played very well uh, also, might I add. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Brian. Yeah, she's a great athlete. Um, you know, it is a bit hard to not uh, wear my Viking blue. But, you know, my sister, she's got kids over there still. Carla, uh, she actually was a devilette in the day. And now she's over supporting the Vikings. And here I am in Ravenswood supporting the <laughs> devilettes. Uh, but I will always... Uh, I will always, always, always support my children first and foremost. Uh, my son, Logan, he also plays for the Ravenswood Red Devils. So um, I wear red and black almost on a daily basis because <laughs> I'm in a gym almost every single night. Melanie, talk about Macy. Uh, I really felt like we hit the rewind button back to the early 90s watching her play. Looks like you, plays like you. Uh, it was it was fun for me because I felt like I was, you know, maybe 30 years younger than I actually am. Uh, but uh, she's fun to watch, Mel. I mean, really reminds me a lot of you. 
Yeah, I love watching her, too. She's super tough. She's aggressive. I mean, she's quick on her toes. She has an excellent defensive stand. Her hips switch real quick. Um, that makes her adjust to her opponents really, really easily. Um, it's super cool to watch her come from behind and catch a player that's, you know, got an open break and she can swoop it from behind and make that still and uh, throw the ball all the way down the court for an assist at the other end for us. It's just super cool to watch her. She's all excited. Her teammates are excellent girls. They have that dynamic as well. Um, you know, these girls are friends on and off the court. They're at my house all the time. Um, they just gel very, very well. There's no jealousy there on that team. Everybody understands their roles. Uh, we've got those that are higher scorers. We've got people like Macy that's on the ground diving, stealing. Um, you know, a game changer, really. That's what it's all about. Macy's really good at that. And I, I mean, it's so exciting to watch her play. I mean, I just can't even express how awesome it is to watch her. She does great, you know, getting her rebounds as well. And, you know, the shots that she makes, she does, she is, she does add to uh, scoring. They're never easy shots. It's always outside. You know, mm -hmm. she can either nail three or a quick jumper at the elbow. You know, it's just um, it's just awesome to watch them. You talk about your foul trouble. She got in foul trouble uh, Saturday. Lady Vikings won that one, I think, 48-40. to 40. Uh, But had she stayed on the floor and not got in foul trouble, that could have been a different result because she was a difference maker on both ends. Yeah, I agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, you know, but you got 5,000 a game, and um, you don't, you hate to come off the court with three. You know, you got to use them if you're aggressive and then play the style that she plays. I do hate, though, there at the end, whenever that fifth foul really does kind of matter, and it takes you out of the takes you out of the game. But she uh, she's a supporter there on the bench there at the end because she knows her girls can step up to the plate too and make it happen. It just didn't fall in our favor Saturday. Mel, it was great catching up with you. Best of luck to Macy and the Lady Devilettes the rest of the season. But I know for a fact you got a blue shirt on underneath all that red. If if when <laughs> when when you first take that red and black off, I know there's some blue and white on Mel. I know that has to be happening. Understandable, Mel. Best of luck to you guys. Thanks for taking the time, and uh, we'll hope to talk to you soon. Okay, Brian. Appreciate it. Thank you. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.